Good morning. Today's class is Lunishma Yorknadinam Gadali Sun Benema and also her of Daniel Cohen Ben Yafa. Also today's today's class is also in the honor of the Yorkshire of Shlomo Yosef Ben Shmuel Halevi, Dr. Sidney Mel. Also in Rushal Marshall Mimina Dan was Sheva Magali Bashifale, Maritu Ben Chaya, and success in Yashamaiva Sheva Navaka, the Oban Sheva, Emin Sheva Shefar Sheva, Renamakov Basham. Please share and rate the podcast. Today we've got a really, really great topic. We're going to talk about pretty much how to, how to get our heart into something. There's three practical strategies I'm going to give you today, which Rabbi Nachman speaks about, on what, how to connect to the world to come. Now, what, what does the world to come mean? The world to come practically means what we're asking for Mashiach, we're asking for clarity in our lives. We're asking for oneness. You know, you can have all the money in the world. You can have, you can be married to the prettiest, richest person. But if you have, if, if there's no peace in the marriage, if there's no peace, in, peace of mind, really, you really have nothing. Really, the, the, biggest, the biggest goal in life is really to get to a place of oneness where you see everything as one, where you focus on the process, and you see everything, you see everything as one. That's a big concept. And what's making us divided in our lives is not the situations, it's our heart. We have, we have an inner, inner, inner conflict in our heart that's not allowing us. For example, somebody will ask you, should I marry this person? You know, that, 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 that question has a lot of uh, fear. That question has a lot of lack of unity. But when you, when, you, know, you ask me, hey, when I was engaged, should I marry my wife? There was not, there was not a question in my mind. That was the right decision. Because the inner work has to be done through the heart. When the heart is divided, our mind is divided. This is why extremely, Rabbi Nachman said, speech, speech begins with the mouth. I'm not just, I'm not throwing a, a little heat, heat fan, but the fact that Lahavdil, a, a player like Jimmy Butler, says, this is our year, we're going to win. He's declaring a victory. Doesn't mean he's always right, but the, the fact that if you are having that statement, that you're going to win. You are 100% dedicated. You're 100% all in. It's not a question. So that we can learn from all these things. We can learn from sports how important it is to get our beliefs first. You see, today we have a problem. We have a problem that we want our actions are not matching up our beliefs. And all our creators are telling you, listen, work on the beliefs. I want your heart. I want your heart. Because your actions are not matching the beliefs. And when the beliefs and the actions mismatch, then we completely question our beliefs. So this is where you have to really, really, really start that uh, with belief. Somebody sent me a, a very cute, somebody sent me a very, very cute post this morning. And this person is extremely, extremely successful, very successful person. And he sent me a very simple, and one thing about him, he's very successful, but he's extremely simple. And it's a picture of a guy fishing in a pier with a bucket and he's fishing that's his that's his effort but the fish are coming in from the from the ocean they're jumping onto the they're jumping into the bucket he's thinking he's getting the fish he has to make the effort but the fish are coming in you understand so this is, the, and he says, and, and the quote says, if you understand this, your life will be extremely simple. I have to make my effort in life. I have to make my, my but oh, too much of it, 
too much of it brings you negative energy, brings you a negative energy of control, fear, anger, and, and that allows you not to, not even, does not even allow the, the, the fish to jump in. You have to make your hishtalut and you need to know, you, you need to know how to let go. I mean, we, we've said that word, that these classes should be called the power of letting go. The whole thing is letting go. Letting go of your illusion that you're in control of everything. Letting go of that. It's so extremely important. And as we grow up, we think we, 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 if we're not controlling the situation, we're weak or we're not being responsible. No, it's opposite. You're being way, way, way too controlling and insecure. That's the problem. So Rav Nachman tells us, so this is when your belief is, I have to make a hishtalut, I have to make an effort, and I have to know when to back out. Because at the end of the day, I have to believe and trust, and the rest is up to my Creator. So Rav Nachman tells us that what happens when we become divided, when we become divided, this is when we start, when we start doing things that unfortunately do, do the opposite. It causes cause us to unfortunately... Um, end up you know, getting angrier or, or do the wrong things. But when we're all in, we're all in. We give charity, we do the right things. So how do you practically get, I'm going to give us three things on practically how to connect, how to get the heart div- from divided to whole. Because when you're whole, when you're all in, that's where everything flows in life. When you're all in. And that's where we, God wants us to be all in. It's okay if you're struggling, but he wants you to be all in. And that's where you have to have an all in mindset. And that is a huge difference. When I say to myself, I'm all in on this marriage. The marriage is different. I put every effort to make it, I have to fix it. I'm all in on this business. I don't care what happens. I'm gonna, I'm gonna continue. The difference between confidence people and arrogant people, confidence people believe they will get the job done, but there will be a lot of bumps on the road. I'll be confident that I can get over the bumps. Arrogant people say, there will be no bumps. I got it in the bag. No, no, no. You have to go through tzimtzumim. You have to go through contractions. You have to go through things. That's arrogance. You see the, see the difference? Confidence, I will go through the obstacles. I will, I will navigate wherever I need to navigate. And I will win. Eventually. It might take... Breaking, I remember, again, my, my business, I remember first six years, not winning, not really winning, and then all of a sudden, really winning. Six years of not winning, learning, hardship, breaking the vessel. To, to, and I had my wife to come in and break the vessel, and, and to tell you that my wife is the CEO of my, of my recovery company, is, I would just, in a million years I would tell you, you're out of your mind. And the story, the funniest thing, how the story happened, it started on a July 4th. I never forget, we were walking on July 4th. Next thing you know, I said, oh, by the way, I'm re- redecorating the offices. So obviously, my wife, you're redecorating your offices with another woman? That was the beginning of the, of the literally fireworks that I had in my life. That was the July 4th. It was, it was a real fireworks. Not the ones outside, but these, but these fireworks... This firework ended up lasting a few years. And then she's like, you know what? Okay, sorry. Of course, you're going to design. My, my wife is a tremendous designer. She's very, very talented. She got, she got to the, oh, how much are you spending for this? How much are you spending for this? Next thing you know, shechita. Uh, we had a butcher in the, and basically cleaned out and, and where it is today. It's from, from that July 4th decoration example of one comment. 
Again, we don't know anything. When I'm telling you something, you have to recognize it when you're going through tough times, recognizing it's happening for the benefit and understand this concept. I've seen this a thousand times. I don't question God anymore. I really don't. I ask him for the strength to surrender and that's it. It's not a question. It's I don't know what's happening. Just teach me how to let go. I ask to be able to let go, not to why are you doing it? Because there's always light at the end of the tunnel. There's always light. That's what you should really pay. Not questioning God, questioning your thinking about questioning God. So there's three practical things you could do on how to get your heart divided, how to get your heart whole. And again, when your heart is whole, you're all in. And when you're all in, things are, there's no problem. Because you, that, then you enjoy the bumps, you enjoy, and you'll eventually get to where you need to go. But when you're not all in, Every little bump on the road, should I do it? Should I not do it? Should I do it? Should I not do it? That's a very difficult way of life. Because if you're constantly questioning every bump, it's not for me, it's not for me, it's not for me. That's a problem. That's a problem. It's completely different. You handle the bumps on the road completely different. So Rabbi Nachman says the first thing is believing. He says when a person knows, and this is, he takes the pasuk from I am God your Lord who brought you out of the land of Mitzrayim from the house of slavery. When a person knows that everything that happens to him is, is for his benefit, this per- perspective is a foretaste of the world to come. So when you believe life is happening for you, not to you, you are tasting the world to come. That, what he's saying here is when, he take, when you take the name Yudke Vavke, because he says, I am Hashem Lochecha. So he takes the word Yudke Vavke and Elohim. That represents the a numerical value of 112. And 112 is the numerical value of the name Yavok, which is Yaakov crossed the Yavok River. He crossed the river. The emphasis on the river being the struggle, the, the obstacle. So what it represents is when you believe that everything's happening for you, Tony Robbins has made billions of dollars on this line. Life is happening for you, not to you. This is exactly what Reb Nachman is saying in Lesson 4. That life, when you believe that everything is, is for, the, for your benefit, that is, you're tasting the world to come. As it says, when his Yurke Vavke, I will praise you. And when your name Elohim, I will praise you. So there's no difference in the praise. I am praising you when you're concealed. I am praising you when you are revealed. Period. And this perspective is the taste of the world to come, as our sages taught, on the day that God will be one and the name will be one. What that means is when you see everything is one, you are tasting the world to come. You are getting a, a bit of the world to come. Why? Because knowledge is whole. Your heart is whole. And you know, there's no question that this is exactly what should be happening. So you're not looking at it as a God forbid a victim, which God forbid we're looking at the, we could look at something the wrong way. It could divide our hearts. And once we're divided, we check out. Period. So that's the first thing. The first thing is the practicality of having faith. And believe it or not, many people don't recognize, they say this exactly when they say Shema. All you're saying when you're saying Shema is exactly this. But we don't really understand what we're saying. You're saying the name of Yurke Vavke and the name Elohim is one. That's what you're saying every time you're saying Shema. You're saying it's all one. Connect to one. In life, they could spin you around a lot of times. But if you, how do you get you back to balance? You put a one in front of the guy's face. So that's the first thing. That's the first recipe is believing that everything is happening for you. So that means a growth mindset, not a victim mindset.
First thing, that's how you get a taste of the world to come, which is inner peace. Inner peace, knowledge, that everything is one, etc. The second thing Rav Nachman says, second thing he says is that we often get divided, our hearts get divided, obviously, because the, the, perp- the job of the Yitzhar is to divide your heart, right? What is, what is the job of, what is a, what, how does an enemy conquer you? Divide and conquer, right? We're, we're, we're dealing with such division today, right? And the division is conquering us to not, not get what we want in life. So when you're divided, if somebody divides you, somebody divides your family, there's always somebody in the family dividing the Shalom Bayit. We know that. If somebody was not dividing, there would be always Shalom Bayit, but there's always somebody in the family. And I think it's, it's exactly the way it is that's dividing the family, and all you're trying to do is bring it back to, to wholeness. Okay? There's, it doesn't matter if you're in a Sephardic war. That's just a, just a, that's a fire war. Ashkenazi war. It's a cold war. It's still a war. Okay? It's just one is anger. One is silent treatment. But there's always something dividing the family. And you know the essence is to be whole. And there's nothing more that we want greater than peace. But what happens is we, this just doesn't just come by itself. So Rav Nachman advises us that every single day we should learn halacha. Because when you learn halacha, halacha, it's specifically halacha. And this is something that we all don't love. Who loves, who loves to learn law? It's not so exciting. But actually, what this is doing, this is doing is it's dividing your heart. Because the word machlochet means a war, a fight. Halacha is a machlochet. And this is why our sages tell us another thing. What do they tell us? Whoever studies halacha is going to, be get, is going to get the world to come. Again, the same concept. What is the world to come? A world where you know exactly what to do at every specific moment. Where, you have, where your dot is completely whole. Where you completely squash the ego. And we do that practically. That's why we're not going to advise every single day to learn halacha. Some kind of laws, it's extremely important. And what that does, it takes the divide. Because if I say this is permissible, this is not permissible. This is permissible, this is not permissible. This, what this does is it really, really, it, it, it's, a, it's like an operation for the heart. Anytime the heart becomes distance, well, when do we stop praying? When do we stop treating people well? When do we stop doing this? It's because we're not 100% feeling good about ourselves. And what's causing us not to feel good about ourselves? Practically our ego. The Yitzhahara. But when we feel good about ourselves, we are charitable, we are nice, we are kind, we are the best version of what we are. But it's not that we don't want to be our better selves. It's there's an there's exterior force which God allows to come to the world, which is called the, the ego, the Yitzhahara, and that's there to divide you and conquer you. Specifically to make you cold. To make you cold. To make you confused. To make you disengaged. So learning halacha every single day brings the heart back together and allows you to see things much clearer. So I, I learn halacha when I can, but I always try to learn. And when I'm more confused, the more you need to learn halacha. Because it's halacha specifically. Halacha means the laws. Even women have laws. You could do laws of washing hands, laws of business, laws of speech. There's a thousand laws. Because when you learn the law, you have a better chance of doing the thing with intention. And if you do it with intention, there's a better chance that you're going to connect to God doing that thing. But when we don't know the laws, we're walking around with, you know, with, uh, you know, tr- you ever try to build your kid's Legos? You know, he's got a, 
500 pieces with no structure manual, you, like, you don't even, you don't want to, you don't want to do it. You don't even have the head to do it. But you have to do one piece at a time. And that's pretty much what it is. We don't want to do the big Lego, but you have to do one, if you're going to do it, you need to do it one piece at a time. So that we need to have a daily schedule in learning halacha. Too many people, and, and, and this analogy reminds me, the same analogy is going to the gym. You know, I, I never used to want to do legs. And then I started getting, once I started really doing legs, I started falling in love with legs because legs make you much stronger. When you have strong legs, you, you're getting testosterone, you're getting much more. And so your legs are actually making you lift more weight because the, the, your biggest muscle is your, are, are your legs. And that's where the majority of the testosterone and the energy is coming from. So if you have strong legs, you can pull much more weight, except never understood that concept. The Miami concept is what do you have to show for the outside world? So everybody's got a big body, big body, but no legs. So they walk around the crooked. But no, it's the legs, it's the hiddenness. It's the, the not the exterior, but the, in, the, the interior work. You know, the legs you can't see. People are wearing pants. That's the hidden work that you gotta do. That's the, that's the, that's the, the, the concealed work. And then you get the revealed work. But when you have imbalance, so the same thing halacha, what halacha does is it brings you whole. It makes you have whole. And when you're whole, how could you not want to pray? How could you not want to give charity? How could you not want to say thank you? How could you not, like, how could you not do it? It's only when you're confused that we get into these states. Think about it. If God was sitting there waking you up at four o'clock in the morning, you would say, you wouldn't fall asleep if you know your creator is there waiting for you. It's only because we have shtiot in our head, stupidity in our head. We get divided. And then we get conquered. We get conquered. So that's another thing. Learning laws. And that gets you the world to come. When 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 you're connected to the world to come, you're connected to a level of consciousness where everything is exactly the way it's supposed to be and everything is good. There's no good or bad. You're in a high level of consciousness. If you're meant to lose, you're meant to lose. There's no, there's no questioning God. So that's the second thing. That's the second thing that is extremely important. And he says in that same thing that once you are whole, the first thing you do when you feel good, what are you doing when you feel good? You start telling other people about Imuna. You start telling other people to have faith. You understand? It's a, it's a huge transformative thing. It's extremely important that. So look, have a daily schedule of 10 minutes a day of learning halakha. It's extremely important. If you don't have the head to do it, Rabbi Mansur has a halakha thing on, on Spotify. You have to get to a habit of learning halakha. It's, extru- it's, it's the number one thing Rabbi Nachman advised us to do, to learn halakha specifically. He says, you could learn, you could take my teachings, but make sure you're connected to at least some form of halacha. The third thing, what, what is the third thing that brings you to, to higher awareness and to bring you to this concept of the world to come? Rabbi Nachman is saying, thanking. Thank you. What does it say? The only korban that's going to be left in the world to come is the korban what? Toda. Right? The Korban Todah is going to be the only Korban, the only Thanksgiving, the only offering that you're going to have in the world to come. Why Todah? Why thank you? Because when you're thankful, right? When you're thankful and when you're grateful, what happens? God opens up your awareness. The fact that I'm grateful, it's teaching me that I'm in a high level of awareness. So Rabbi Nachman's telling us here, 
that through constant gratitude, through constant gratitude, God gives you more awareness. The more you thank Him, the more you will know Him. That means the more I thank Him, the more my mind will be open. Gratitude opens up your mind. So by having a daily gratitude thing, God opens up your mind. For example, yesterday, I was in a tremendously grateful mood. Just grateful mood. And all of a sudden, the class came to me. Top 10 things, where did I get that? Who's learning at 4 o'clock in the morning a book? Sitting there in the backyard and, and talking with music and being grateful. Next thing you know, a class is downloaded to my brain. How did that happen? Because gratitude opens up awareness. So this is exactly why you must be grateful when you have problems. Because when you have problems, your, your ego is telling you have a problem, but it's really an opportunity. It's an opportunity for growth. But you're not going to get that by complaining. So you'll only get that by being grateful. And God will give you the awareness of why you have that issue. And then it won't be a problem. It will actually be an opportunity. So what do you think Rabbi Rush says? You have a problem? Say 30 minutes toda. Why is he telling you this? See, I always like to look at the logistics behind why Rabbi Rush is telling you this. Where's the source? Where's the... Because con- it sounds cute. And it sounds like, okay, okay, if you don't know any... But- What's the, what's the science behind him saying thank you? It's because you're lacking awareness. You would not say you have a problem. Imagine me saying when my business is, oh, yeah, I have a problem, I'm making one. No, I have an opportunity that I'm breaking a vessel that I'm getting to the point. So this is why we, we want to extremely be careful. You're missing the awareness, and the awareness is because you're complaining. So, the world to come represents what? Represents knowledge that everything is one. It represents where the wolf will dwell with the lamb. That gives you memory. You remember these things. Or you could smoke marijuana all day long and lose all your memory. We could do that. (laughs) When you have problems, it's not the time to smoke marijuana. It's time to have a munah. It's time to have a munah and go into todah. Because saying thank you logistically, the logistics of that, I don't know what it, the science, maybe it opens up your prefrontal cortex and gets rid of the basal ganglia. I'm sure there's a science in your brain even that opens up certain receptors in your brain. We're trying to have Joe Dispenza one day on the podcast to explain to us how this brain situation works and how, what opens up, what doesn't open up. But we know that our brains have neuroplasticity and we know that our brains can contract and expand based on how we feel and we know that you know, the relaxed response and the, and the stress response definitely affect the brain. So when you're complaining, I would imagine the, the stress response shuts off the circuits of your brain. Whatever wires together, fires together. And when you're grateful, the relaxed response, you, you now open up your, your brain and it allows you to receive more dot. I could imagine what, that, what that, that practically means. But this is why you have to go into this. The world to come is where you want to be. The fourth thing that brings you to the world to come is what? What's 160th of the world to come? Shabbat. Again, what does Shabbat represent? Presence. I have nowhere else to be. I have clear, I have life, I have everything. So when we, when we want the world to come, we want Mashiach, you can get actually the, the sparks of it here. You can actually draw it in from the future to the present. Instead, it's a very powerful thing. I could live in the concept. That means if I want to see what the world to come is going to see, think about what my life is when I keep Shabbat and I feel like I have no stress, 
I'm in the moment, I'm enjoying my life, what, I'm not worrying about what's happening, I don't have anywhere else to be, anywhere else to go, I'm just in, in a day of complete presence. What would your life look, life look like if you had complete presence? So learning everything, when I feel completely connected above, I cannot fall below. That is also tasting, that I'm in purpose, I'm in fulfillment, etc. So remember, four things you can actually do. Number one is you have to be able to have a munah. Believe that everything's happening for you, not to you. Number two, number two, learn halacha. Learn halacha will connect you, will connect your heart. And once you're connected, you're all in. And when you're all in, you see everything is one. Number three, having gratitude. Gratitude opens up awareness. Each time you, you have, you're more grateful, there's more awareness, and more awareness, and more awareness, and more awareness, then there's no problems. If there's awareness, there's no problems. Problems come when there's no awareness, which is confusion, chaos. And the fourth thing, the fourth thing, the fourth thing is definitely thanking, uh, the fourth thing is Shabbat. Shabbat is also a taste of the world to come. So we can make, we can, we can try to live a little lighter in this very, very heavy world that we're in, that it's not a world where you want to live if you can have options to do things to live in better. May Hashem help us that we should all get to that Nikuda. Have a great day.